Thanks for joining us for this episode in SIFMA's podcast series. I'm Ken Benson, SIFMA's president and CEO. I'm joined today by my colleagues, Tom Price, SIFMA Managing Director, Operations Technology and BCP, and Anthony Machiarulo, Senior Associate, Financial Services Operations, for a conversation on our efforts to accelerate the settlement cycle from T plus two to T plus one, which is expected to take place two years from this week. In particular, we will discuss our recently published T plus one playbook, which was designed to serve as a resource to provide guidance around activities, timelines, dependencies, and risk associated with the move to T plus one. So let's get started. So Tom, in the spring of 2020, SIFMA, along with the Investment Company Institute, the ICI, and the Depository Trust and Clearing Corporation, or DTCC, announced that our organizations were collaborating on efforts to accelerate the U.S. security settlement cycle from T plus two, or two business days after tr the trade is executed, to T plus one, or one business day after a trade is executed. To start, Let's define the settlement cycle and talk about, about why it's so important. Thanks, Ken. The settlement cycle refers to the time between trade date, when an order is executed in the marketplace, and settlement date, when participants exchange cash for securities and the trade is considered officially finalized. Currently, equities and other products in the U.S. have a standard two-day settlement cycle referred to as T plus two which was a key milestone the industry achieved in September of 2017 when the U.S. and other countries in the Western Hemisphere moved from trade plus three to trade plus two settlement cycle. The industry is now planning to shorten the settlement cycle to one business day after trade execution, commonly referred to as T plus one. The length of the settlement cycle is important because there is risk that a counterparty to a trade may not fulfill its obligation between the time the trade is executed and when the security settle on the client's account. The longer this period of time, the greater the risk that a counterparty could potentially not fulfill their obligation. This risk becomes elevated during times of high volatility and stressed market conditions as unpredictable events, such as the risk of a firm default, could potentially impact the transfer of cash or ownership of securities. Under the current T plus two settlement time, cycle. Time is risk. You have risk over two full business days. Therefore, by reducing the settlement cycle to T plus one, we would take a full day of risk out of the system. The NSCC, or the National Securities Clearing Corp., which is a subsidiary of DTC, mitigates this risk for centrally cleared activity by guaranteeing settlement of all cleared trades. However, the length of the settlement cycle also has an impact on the margin requirements that participants need to post at the NSCC. Because a longer settlement cycle equates to increased risk, market participants face higher margin requirements with a two-day settlement cycle to manage those risks. Those margin requirements equate into billions of dollars of participants' capital posted to the NSCC on a daily basis. Perhaps I could ask Anthony a question on this. Anthony, you've been a key contributor in this project. Can you describe the benefits of reducing the settlement risk for the participants? Sure, Tom, thank you. So reducing the settlement cycle will create greater efficiencies in the market and further protect investors. Um, accelerating the settlement cycle will reduce systematic risk, operational risk, liquidity needs, 
buy-side counterparty exposure, broker-to-broker -broker counterparty risk, and by reducing these risks would also reduce margin requirements and collateral requirements for broker-dealers. Um, an accelerated settlement cycle will also allow investors quicker access to their funds following trade execution and settlement. Additionally, shortening the settlement cycle will reduce and mitigate systematic risk by reducing exposure between the counterparties to a trade, between the counterparties to the clearinghouse, and for the clearinghouse itself. Uh, thanks, Anthony. Can uh, perhaps back to you, can you address or, or discuss the level of industry engagement in this process today? Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Tom, and 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 again, and thanks you and Anthony for being here. I, you know, the industry has been incredibly engaged in this project, and maybe just to add a little bit of historical context, you, Tom, you you talked about you know the transition back in 2017 from uh, three to two, uh, which the industry, SIFMA, ICI, and DTCC led. Uh, s similarly here. And, and I might also add, uh, just for the benefit of our listeners, you know, uh, uh, it's, you know, it's taken what, um, uh, uh, you know, it took a couple of years to get from three to two. It, it wasn't, it was, wasn't that long ago, if you go back two decades before it, to get, you know, the settlement cycle was five days. Uh, and that was changed uh, back in uh, back in the mid '90s. So we're seeing continued automation and, and advancements uh, to reduce miss reduce risk rather in the system. And and this is something that the industry uh, is driving. At the start of this project of going to uh, you know to move to T plus one, uh, uh, an industry steering committee, an industry working group, and sub working groups were formed to develop an industry consensus. Uh, for an acceler accelerated settlement cycle transition, including uh, to understand the impacts, evaluate the potential risk, and develop an implementation approach. Hundreds of hours have been committed to this effort by industry members and market participants to understand the impacts and to work towards solutions for a T plus one settlement. The steering committee and working groups participated in daily calls to develop consensus on the associated risk and benefits of an anticipated accelerated settlement cycle, including the potential for a move to a T plus zero or real time or end of day settlement in the future. The sub working group calls averaged you know, 175 to 250 part, uh, participants across the broad range of uh, industry uh, member firms who shared their perspectives on the benefits and challenges posed to achieving a workable solution that would reduce risks and modernize the settlement cycle without adding more risk to the system. And industry participants and our members have stayed deeply engaged in the work to accelerate the settlement cycle. This level of participation alone is a very clear signal of the industry's support for the move to T plus one. So Tom, you know, with that, what milestones have been reached since this effort began? That's a good question. And thanks again. After we committed to supporting the move to accelerate the settlement cycle to T1, we formally initiated the industry engagement for the project in early 2021. As we did in transitioning the industry to T plus two, we began working closely with our industry partners, namely DTCC and ICI on this project. And of course, with industry participants, including a large group of SIFMA members, their input and guidance has been critical. As a starting point in 2021, we convened our working group to complete an in-depth analysis on the next steps to achieving T plus one. 
As part of that work, we determined which areas would need to undergo substantive changes to move to T1, along with the development of a definitive timeframe that makes sense for market participants. In addition, we assessed what it would take to further accelerate the cycle beyond T plus one. The transition to T plus one will require fundamental behavioral, technological, process, and regulatory changes. And we knew this going into the project. As a first step, we identified substantive changes in the ecosystem related to a move to T1. Again, understanding the full array of impacts, the products, markets, customers, technology, and processes. Based on inputs from market participants, the industry steering committee determined that an ideal transition timeframe to be September 2024, just around Labor Day, which mirrors the timing of the move from T3 to T2 in 2017. To be realistic, an achievable timeframe for the move to, to two T plus one allows the US to transition along with the Canadian markets. In December of 2021, we published a report accelerating the US settlement cycle to T plus one, which you can find on our website. This is a, a tool that participants can leverage in doing their assessment and provides them a framework to look at their internal and external dependencies. In February, the SEC issued a rule proposal to accelerate the settlement cycle to T plus one, reflecting many of the recommendations, including in our December report. We welcome the SEC's leadership in supporting the acceleration of the settlement cycle to T1 via its proposal, which provides a regulatory certainty to market participants, uh, which is critical. And then the most recent milestone, we published the T1 playbook with DTCC, ICI, and Deloitte. So uh, our efforts to decrease risk in the system by accelerating the settlement cycle to T plus one are moving forward with input from the industry and support from our regulators. As impacted market participants begin the process of updating systems and processes, I know we identified the need to provide them with a guide to follow as they develop their implementation plans for moving to T plus one to a T plus one settlement in 2024. And that's what the playbook's all about. But maybe can you dig into the playbook a little bit more for our listeners? We'd be happy to, Ken. Uh, it was developed really, the playbook was developed as a guide for market participants to help them identify areas impacted by shortening the settlement cycle and the considerations they should be that should be addressed within their own uh, company. Every firm has different infrastructure, businesses, and clients, as well as operational processes and geographies that will need to be taken into account. It's important to note that because the SEC's proposal to shorten the settlement cycle is not yet final, the playbook really serves as a guide to assist firms with the many complex steps involved in the move to. T plus one, we've referred to it as a, a living document where this document will continue to be updated when new issues uh, develop uh, and then when we get a final rule from the SEC. Uh, the playbook assur uh, assumes a third quarter 2024 transition. Uh, and of course that is subject to regulatory uh, approval. And it may be updated as I suggested earlier uh, as uh, as the regulators sele select this transition date. This is a complex ecosystem that requires full industry participation with the support of regulators working together to make an efficient, effective, and risk-free transition to uh, a T plus one settlement cycle. 
So, Anthony, how is the playbook structured? Sure, Ken. So the playbook consists of 14 sections. Two sections provide overviews of the previous move to a T plus two settlement cycle and the approach for the latest playbook. Eight sections will explore specific areas of the trade, trade life cycle, including trade processing, asset servicing, documentation, securities lending, prime brokerage, and funding and liquidity considerations. The remaining sections outline matters related to regulatory changes, global impacts, primary offerings, buy side considerations, industry testing and migration plans, as well as the associated resources needed for market participants to prepare for the transition to C plus one. That's very helpful. Um, so Tom, what are the next steps? Uh, well, a lot to, so the easy part has been done, identifying the key uh, key initiatives uh, of, of developing the playbook. Uh, but really what we need to do is continue to work with our members in the broader industry on accelerating the settlement cycle, refining the playbook as needed, identifying uh, additional issues that will need to be embedded in the playbook as a guide for our members uh, to update as, as we uh, get uh, uh, final rule sets from the commission. But not only the commission, there's other corresponding rules from the MSRB, from, the, from FINRA, and other regulators will also need to be changed uh, to align to a, a shorter settlement cycle. And then really the whole process of education, the, the playbook and the materials we put out really are guides and tools for the industry to use, SIFMA uh, members and others, uh, where they, uh, as a resource, as an educational uh, uh, document, and for them to really not only uh, make the system changes internally, that they need to, but also deal with their external uh, 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 clients and counterparts, and also with infrastructure providers and service providers. So uh, there's a lot of work still to be done here, uh, uh, but uh, it's a slow and steady process. And we're really excited about the opportunity to continue to uh, push forward, take risk out of the system uh, on behalf of the industry and our members. Well. Tom and Anthony, thank you for walking us through the T plus one work and highlighting the, the, the playbook and its usefulness for the industry. And uh, also, uh, I want to thank all of our listeners for joining us today on this discussion of SIFMA's T plus one playbook. To learn more about SIFMA and our work to promote effective and resilient capital markets, please visit, visit us at www.sifma.org. And to access the playbook and other documents related to the move uh, to T plus one, please visit the resources section of our website.